call her audience. Have you thought about that? Like an audience? What do we refer to them as? Like, oh my gosh, you listen to uh Sip and News 2? You're a sipper. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what what should they be called? Like, you know how like some fandoms, like you watch anime, you're a weeboo. You watch this and that. You're a you're a oh a believer. Like people who follow Justin Bieber. What what do we what should, what should we call our fans? I mean, I guess uh, now all I can think of is sipper because that's what you said. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> but you know what? Uh, make us uh for you who watch YouTube, uh, put it in the comments down below, and uh, just. Give me some suggestions. I'm curious. What, like, down the line, wouldn't you be curious to to know what our fandom is called? Yeah. 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 I think. I think maybe we need to be more established. True. True. That's why I said down the line. I know. I know. Yeah. And uh, I was agreeing with you. Yo, you're right. You're right. It is the uh, week of. Uh, <laughs> it's the week of Valentine's, and it passed. That's why. The, Thank God it passed. That's Woo! why the sign is um red because of roses and chocolates single people we survived another year okay but you uh i can go off right now but do you have anyone you want to shout out like not as a love interest but like as someone who you cherish like you know you know like in uh when you're in school i don't know if your school did this but all of them brought their valentines and they had all the little kids had the goodie baskets of chocolates oh yeah do you have anyone that you want to shout out, like, as a friend? Just, like, all my close friends, I guess, and my parents. Okay, uh, shout out Libby, shout out my parents, uh, shout out, who else? Mona, she's also a live audience today, and, uh, yeah, that's, that's a good intro. So, how was your Valentine's? I mean, I I ate Thai food with my two friends, Mona and Oliver. Uh, that's all I did. Oh, we went out for Dutch Bros too. Damn, that's hella nice. For me, uh, <laughs> for me, I just spent it as a student, but I wasn't really the that butthurt because even though I'm long distance, it hurts for single people and for LDR people. But I I didn't get really hurt because I know. Libby I mean, like I, you still have someone, so. Okay, but <laughs> there's a debate. Can you be butthurt on Valentine's if you're single by choice? I mean, no. Well, okay. Because you put yourself in that situation, you grumpsicle. Okay, okay. But still, like, how do I explain it? Like, single people don't get to be upset if they choose to be single. Like, it's just, like, a day fact, dedicated to, like, all of the good things that, like, all the good sides of a relationship. Like no one focuses on the bad sides of it on that yeah, day. Yeah, for of sure. Course. There's always some. Bad so that's time. all we see on that day. So like, yeah, of course we're thinking, oh yeah, it would be nice. But then you know, after that day is over, then you remember, oh yeah, I am single because I decide to be because all that other shit is like toxic and whatever. Damn, damn, <laughs> damn, damn, damn. But yeah, I, I would say uh, some people put themselves in their situation and. Uh, in fact, I have some statistics to show you about Valentine's. Oh, no. He's bringing <laughs> up the graphs. 
Okay, Kyle, that was a bit racist. What are you talking about? Okay, guys, cancel him down <laughs> what below. What are you talking about? <laughs> okay, do you, you know me and you, remember when you, me and you were talking earlier? I don't think Valentine's Day is actually a couple. For I couples. Think I think it's a scam. That's what I exactly. think Exactly. Okay, mm-hmm. guess how much money the U.S. <laughs> spends on Valentine's Day. Okay, like, let me guess. Two billion dollars. Wrong. Is it more? Yeah. You gotta be kidding. I'll, You're all suckers. Four billion. I'll give you one more guess. Is it more? I'll give you one more. Holy shit, you guys. Six point five. Wrong. Billion. The average yearly spent by the United States on Valentine's Day, twenty six billion u.s dollars spent on valentine's day what the fuck guys like, you guys need help okay oh, oh hell no <laughs> he said you guys need help <laughs> i was practicing that this morning <laughs> but think about it that's a lot of damn it's chocolate. not really romance if you think about it it's like an obligation it's okay. really the debate here is romance versus capitalism. Mm-hmm. So I would not be opposed to view it as a capitalism capitalism type of thing. Mm-hmm. Like St. Valentine's real and all, but like people they'll they'll give you an excuse to spend a rack, you know? Like I think Christmas Fuck is that, legit. Man. Because, you know, oh, yeah. it's birthday of Jesus Christ. But Halloween's a scam. I think... Um, Birthdays, that's okay. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. It, it's an actual celebration. I really think, like, Christmas is the only thing that is okay to spend money on. Yeah, for real. I mean, Thanksgiving is not that expensive. It's Dude, just, you know what's know. weird? You know how, like, people constantly blasphemize Jesus Christ? Uh-huh. Tell me why that Easter is like not that popping. You're right. It, it was popping like when we were younger, but like as we get older, it's like not as big of a thing. People are starting to like really hate that stuff. It's because all the people out there are praising the devil. Yeah, for real. The Grammys, you guys, you guys kind of creepy now. Okay. Sam Smith? Mm mm. Yeah, Sam Smith is Shamanai, Shamanai. And uh, Valentine's Day, there's an excess amount of spending on chocolates, flowers, no cars. Yeah, and jewelry. And that's that's the bulk of the $26 billion. What the fuck, man? That, that's crazy. Shame on you all <laughs> Bruh, for falling for all this. Your eyes got hella big when you, I said $26 billion. <laughs> That was way more than I thought. I was like, are we really that stupid? No, no, no. Okay. For Valentine's Day, you, you know how you like you opened up with a bitter beginnings in this podcast? You know you're not as alone as you think. I know. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. According to these statistics, people who are down bad, which is kind of high, 
42% of people during America, the, uh, the, the holiday of Valentine's Day are kind of down bad. 57% are not currently looking for a relationship or a casual date. But 42%, that's, that's kind of a lot. Yeah. One in six men are single. What? Was the ratio going to be higher or lower to you? I thought there would be more single people, to be honest. No, there's actually a lot of single people with hookup culture and stuff. Okay, well, that's... I don't consider a hookup, like, in a relationship. That's true. That's true. But, like... I think you need to do your little calculations over again. (laughs) No, but you're not as alone as you think. So, props Mm -hmm. to you. Uh, Single adults who declined a relationship have also increased. Like, there's also a significant rise in the amount of people declining wanting something real. Oh. Okay. That makes sense. What 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 makes you do you think you're part of that statistic? Yeah. I like, know you've I, been fighting some demons. I will decline like a lot of stuff because I just like been through it in the past. And like, I feel like if you're not right for me, I can smell it from like a mile away now. So like, <laughs> why would I, why? <sighs> I was like, I'm like, I don't want I'm, like I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> okay. You and your smells, you and your smells, but no, for, for, I haven't used that one yet. <laughs> I, I, um, no, but like, I could just tell right away. Like, I'm not going to like you. <laughs> Like, you're just not it. And that's okay. I'm not, I mean, I'm not perfect either, but I'm just, no, I'm not going to waste my time. <laughs> you're so sincere. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, but uh, if you uh single and want some Clint and your Clint. <laughs> Do- oh, shit. <laughs> I just got that. <laughs> okay. I'll give you another statistic. Don't. of Americans are either in a committed or romantic relationship or participate in casual dates. 17% is casual dates only, while the rest, the 31%, is in a committed romantic... They want a committed romantic relationship only. But they're single. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, basically, 31% is down bad. Desperate for love. Yeah, okay. That's actually a statistic which I want to get into right now as well. Okay. And trust me, I came prepared. <laughs> okay. Oh boy. <laughs> okay, first of all, let's look at the problem. Three ways to stop feeling desperate when you're single. Okay, Kyle, I just need your uh opinions on this. Give me feedback, only 3. Uh step number 1. Change your attitude. Maintain standards in who you date. Yeah. People are down bad a lot. And people, I think people just like go after the first thing that's in front of them. Exactly. They date so they can say they're dating. Yeah. Like like, they go so they can say they're they're friends and reduce them to one person that's mildly attractive and can hold a conversation. That's like enough. Them. And you said mildly, we're not even talking really attractive. No, seriously, like they're usually pretty average from what I've seen. But like it's just I don't know. They don't look for anything like deeper. 
That's true. They they really just want to date to date. Step number two, determine what you are looking for in another person. Figuring out what you want in another person can help you choose another potential lifelong partner. But people date just to date, like I said, and it's just for the looks. Have you dated just for the looks before? Like in high school. And like, mm. honestly, it wasn't even for the looks. It was for, for another reason that I won't get into. Um, Slut. <laughs> but I mean, horny teenager. That's all I can say. Okay. And then, oh, this is a good one for a lot of people. Step number three on how to stop being desperate. Stop being impatient. Period. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dude, you want to talk yeah. about because you and me, we believe that there's an inverse relationship in relationships and wanting one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It always comes to you like when you least expect it, like when you're just not looking and you're just focusing on yourself. That always happens to me. Like, I'm just focusing on myself and then someone comes in and disturbs my peace. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Shout out, Libby. I love you. I wasn't even expecting to be with a Libby Han. In fact, I thought I was going to die alone. <laughs> come on, come on. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm actually I'm very I'm pretty happy with where I am right now, but yeah. You know, guys, it's not that hard to be happy when you're single. All joking aside, I am pretty like content with where I am right now in life, but yeah. Number 4, refrain from pretending to be something that you are not. Oh, mm-hmm. have you ever acted to be a certain way when you're not? No, but there's also like a caveat to that. Like you may not be purposely doing that, but you could be like, you could be doing that without realizing that you're doing it. I think I found myself in a situation like that once where like I wanted to still be who I was, but also be something else that I wasn't and I thought I could just grow into whoever that was mm. but that just wasn't me or I wasn't ready for it um, and what all that entailed and that looked like I was pretty much faking faking it but that wasn't the case but my point is people could do something like that and not even realize like that they're doing that that's true to go on this topic not saying like she's a this person's a good person whatsoever, but I think I owe my ex for forming my mental structure. Does Was this ex one, two, or three? One. Ah. Okay, so get this. Um, pretending to be something you're not. She made me tough. I'm not gonna lie, cause she was that bad. <laughs> you know, mm. like all had one of those but i think this one is like favorable because she's the reason i think i'm more funny than i am today oh because so it was the trauma that like i use comedy to cope yeah yeah so i think that's why i think i am the way that i am like let's say mm. this imagine you're dating someone for one month then you get rumors that she has a crush on your bestie. Oh my god, what a slut. <laughs> 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 
But like, yeah, like she was like, oh my gosh, I love it when you dress like a fuck boy. Oh, you, you, you look, you do everything better as a fuck boy, whatever that means. And then out of that, it actually established my knowledge on clothing. It also made me a funnier dude, but I think trauma helped me be the way who I am, you know, anything Mm -hmm. like that with you. Cause you definitely cried before, I think. Okay, yeah, we all have. <laughs> but um, I think I have a cycle. Unfortunately, like I'll have a big, you know, traumatic thing happen relationship-wise, and then it'll snap snap me back into reality, and I'll just be focusing on myself, and I'll be kind of bitter about it. But like, I'll be shelt like shielding myself from anything like that ever again. And then maybe like two years later, the same thing happens again. And then, like, I'm even more, like, I'm shielding myself even more than before. And then again, like, I feel like it's like a cycle at this point. True. And I'm at, like, the second year mark of the last cycle. <laughs> so I'm, like, constantly, like, on my guard now. I was like, because I'm not, I don't want to fall back into that. <laughs> Does your trauma affect each, your friends negatively? No, I don't think so. Because... Like, all my friends have pretty much stuck by me, like, through every single one. I don't let my failed relationships and all that drama affect any of my friendships. I've kept all my friendships that, like, mean a lot to me. Um, Which is more important than, like... Seriously, like, your friends are with you. Like, the ones that are, like, family, the ones that you want to keep around forever, they need to be a priority, especially at the beginning of your relationships. Because some of you put your new boo, like... At top priority when you don't know who the fuck they are really you know your friends and your friends know you but you're putting the stranger you're that you just got romantic with as a top priority i just don't think that's wise and then before you know it all your friends are out of the picture and it's just you and this person and you're probably not getting along anymore because the honeymoon stage is gone and who who do you have your friends are going to take you seriously because you put them on like the back burner Whew. and i never do that i never do that um, good thing I didn't because <laughs> nothing worked out so far. So, dude, <laughs> do you think we put our friends on a, like a high ass pedestal? I know I do. I think I do too, but I have reason to like my best friends have shown that they're there for me. They make an effort. They are doing stuff with their lives or being productive too. Like they're not dead weight. Like we're all helping each other in some way. Hence the podcast. So, <laughs> so like I do put them on a pedestal, but I don't, I don't regret that. Like that's just, that's just true. Okay. I have a question for you. If there has been an ex who was like, you're choosing them over me. What do you say? I say, yeah, I am right now. Like, because I, Eventually, I want to put you as a priority, but right now, like, we're just getting to know each other, and I'm having a fun time doing that, but I can't put someone that I just met on a higher pedestal than my friends and family. Like, my friend, my friends right now are like my family, so it's my family. I'm not going to do that. You know, hopefully one day you are at the same level or even higher, but right now, I don't know who the fuck you are, <laughs> so... And guys this is why i'm single no one can like 
Oh, no. Be okay with that. But... It's a good reason, though. Yeah. Just... Shout out, Olivia. I love you. I know relationships tear people down. Dude, it, like, the other side of the spectrum, the people who choose their girlfriends, like, or the significant other all the way, and they low-key disappear. Ew. It, it, sometimes it gets ugly for them when they break up. Mm-hmm. Like, who's your support group now? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Ooh. This brings up something. I want to know what your opinion is. Let's say you, you're dating someone and it's been a good amount of time, right? Yeah. You feel like you know them. So, like, your friend groups kind of merge. Mm-hmm. And now it's, like, just one big friend group. And then shit hits the fan. Have you ever Ooh. seen, like, your group or a different or someone else's just fall apart and people are picking sides and shit and... Like what? What's your opinion of that? Like, have you been in that situation? Have you seen someone like be in that situation? Luckily, I've kept my friend group pretty separate from whoever I'm dating in their friend group. So I take what I brought the, to the table, and they do and the you same. Keep it. Right? Yeah. It's like a prenup with the marriage. <laughs> actually, yeah that that's actually a very insightful way of thinking because you need your shooters to come back. Yeah. I've seen some situations where the shooters go against you for a good while. And then, like... Fake fucks. There's also, like... Times where, like... It just destroys the friend group in general. Mm -hmm. Like... I'm not saying names, but... These... My... Some Tito and some Tita got in a divorce. Which resulted in splitting... A friend group and I was like uh, if I were me I would be friends but like keep your like divorce between you two because it's not us getting divorced like it, it's a it's a weird pattern especially if people expect an opinion out of you personally I'd like to stay neutral there are some occasions where obviously I have to choose a side like you my OG or like now, something else if happened. you were if you were in that divorce or big breakup though wouldn't you want your original group to back you up yeah of course i think i'm i have that in the bag already yeah me too but that's because we've put them as a priority all these like past years like, friends are not a bad thing they're they they're the ones who like keep you from killing yourself which i've seen before Mm-hmm. They've also like, you know, like, what do you what do you do when you break up? You hang out with people. Exactly. You hang out with like, the shooters. You hang out with the people that you enjoy, so you don't think about that stuff all the time. You know, that's like when anything gets rough, like job stuff, or if you're having a bad day at school. Like, what are you gonna do? You're gonna talk to your friends. You're gonna hang out with them. Get your mind off of it. Okay, I have a question for you to counteract. Uh. When you said people split up, when is it okay not to be neutral? Because I saw people, uh, I, I saw this on social media. There's this tweet that said, I hate people who are neutral. And I was like, oh, how does that, like, why? Like, being gray isn't so bad. You get both parties. I feel, okay. I feel like to not be neutral, you need to feel so confident and passionate and one or the other's like situation 
to not be neutral. Exactly. You know, like that that's really it. I mean, if I was friends with both of them, I was obviously friends with one before. So you choose the before? I'm going to ask for their side of the story first, for sure. Yeah. And, ask for the side. Right. Both of them. Yeah, and people be assuming. I'll I will take that into a lot of consideration, you know. I won't write the other one off, but I'll definitely put I'll check with them first, you know. Um I don't know, like if there was proof or something, you know, that someone did something really, really bad and we know a lot of those. Yeah, like maybe maybe your first the one you were friends with first really did fuck up hella bad, you know? And there was proof and you really felt passionate that yeah, that was wrong, then maybe you would side with the other person because that was really fucked up, you know? That would make sense. But if there's no proof or anything or like it wasn't that bad in your opinion, then being neutral is not bad either. Like maybe they just didn't work out. It could be as simple as that. Just didn't get along. Didn't work out. That's fine. You know, that's my opinion. Yeah, but we're not going to like become unneutral if it's some like lukewarm group that we're lukewarm with. Right. Like people need to understand beef out of association is so dumb because me and Kyle and some other people, we don't do that stuff. Like imagine having beef with someone because you know them. That's, you know that's dumb i'm like like there's some people that we are friends with not super close but we're friends with who have broken up with people and they got new people broke up with them all, all the time you know and it's like we ain't canceling any, any i don't of you guys. i don't care what happened like i don't nothing out of the ordinary happened no one did something hella bad you know it's just there's no reason to pick a side with that oh my gosh don't even get me started but then, the, like, all you guys who want you want someone to pick a side, like, you're just... I know. Tell me why. Like, why do you want us to pick a side? I saw that. I was like... And then they don't have anything to tell you. Like, you're just being immature. Like, we didn't even hang out much in the first place. I know. Exactly. And, like, some people be like... They, they so entitled to the thing they're doing is righteous. No one's really righteous at the end of yeah. the day. We all scumbags in a way. But, like... If you like force people to choose a side, that's even worse. That's the most that that's like number one in immaturity, you know? Yeah. Imagine like forcing your friend. Like I get it, like if you automatically side with your OG, but like don't force anything upon anyone. Like imagine coming in a community cuz you don't know, and then you're cool with everyone but you don't know everything. Like, you guys picking on the wrong people. You oh. picking on the people who don't know, you know? Right. Which is so idiotic and small-minded. Yeah, I totally agree. Like, some people will cancel you just for hanging out with their ex-person or whatever, but that, but we won't, we don't know what everything that happened. You know, you're just going to cancel us because you saw us having one conversation with them. That's stupid. I'm like, enlighten me then why shouldn't i be talking to this person but you won't because you're immature you're just gonna see it on social media or in public or whatever and you're just gonna write them off like it's nothing without telling them really what happened or asking any questions you're not gonna say anything you're not gonna ask anything you're just gonna cut ties with no context nothing 
you know, sometimes context would help. So stop. People need to stop I know, assuming. seriously. Like, if it's so bad, why don't you tell us? And if you don't feel comfortable telling us, then were you really ever friends in the first place? Exactly. I want to get into the next topic. What's the pettiest thing you ever did or ever saw people do on social media? Oh, God. Uh, there's so many things. Like, you guys... <laughs> People will tweet, tweet, tweet. Like all Twitter is really a ick for me. It's honestly, an, it's a toxic environment. It's sometimes. I hate it. And honestly, like my ex, a couple exes ago, <laughs> a couple exes of ago, like she wanted me to download Twitter, and I was like, why? Because I didn't have a Twitter. But you know, I really liked her, and I was like, okay, fine, I'll just get Twitter, you know, whatever. But dude, like a week or two into it, immediately. I was like, wow, now I remember why I didn't get Twitter because everyone's just talking shit about everyone and being super, like, vague. They're just hoping that that one person reads it. And then that one person will Just DM them, bro. But the funny thing is, is, like, people tweet something, right, just so this one person sees it. And then this one person contacts that person and says, I know that tweet was about me. What the fuck? You know, and then the person that wrote the tweet is going to be like, that wasn't about you. That was just in general. But if the shoe fits... I'm like, oh, I hate that, dude. I hate that. Hella dumb. And like, dude, I know friends do that to each other. Significant others do that. Shit, that happened all the time. I delete. That's why I deleted Twitter again, like a couple years ago. I never downloaded it again. Really, I just really use it stupid. for memes, man. I'm sure there's funny stuff on there. But, but that's the only good side. Yeah. Dude, Twitter be like crazy. Uh, there's also Instagram pettiness, too. I see that, but I just look at the pictures. I rarely read the comments or even captions, honestly. Dude, uh, on some Instagram stories, I, I've seen people be so petty. Like, you have unfollowed. That That's, like, general step one. Step two was blocked. Step three is blocked on everything. But, like, there, people go as far as to unlike your photos. That's kind of funny. <laughs> Dude, that's so time consuming. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. Because if you block the person, then all that goes away anyway. So if does you, it? I don't know. It does. But if, you are un, if you're unliking them, then that means you're keeping them on there, but you're unliking. That's kind of, that's really, that's another level. I'm not going to lie. Respectfully. It's like you don't fuck with them, but you want to spy on them at the same time. I need to drink this nasty shit. We're drinking kava, by the way. Drink it. Why do you, why do you have that on? For the vibes. Oh, <laughs> Come on, you need some vibes it's for this. It's nasty, man. <laughs> Stop. It's just drinking, man. We have a podcast. I always went through it. Yeah. Okay, I'll give you that much. But, like, people are, like, so dumb. They, they think we're hurt by that unlike... You know, unlikes uh, a thing. You don't get notified, by the way. Oh my gosh! But you know, I Which, at one point in wanna, my life. If you want to take it another, like, if you want to take it a little deeper, though, go. You got to be in a pretty bad place if you're checking all your likes from your past photos anyway to even notice that. Do you? <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I just had to say that. <laughs> uh, growing up, did was there one point in life where likes mattered to you? I'm not gonna lie. For me, it did. Like, not really. When I started like knowing people, but other than that, I was like, a likes a like. I never really know? cared, honestly. Um, no. 
when me I I, I go crazy. I I used to go crazy for like it like the dopamine hits. It was crazy. But you know, people be petty. Oh my gosh, I know you did this. People did Snapchat stories for one person. Okay, <laughs> come on. <laughs> I mean, that was like that wasn't to like throw shade though. It was quite the opposite. It was to like attract, right? Yeah, it like, wasn't. Oh, my life's great. It wasn't. Yeah, well, not like I'm productive. I have people in my life. It was like I wanted them to like know that I was posting about them in a positive way, but I didn't want to like make it public either. So, I mean, whatever you did, it kind of worked, huh? I guess. Probably wouldn't do it again though. That was that was still kind of cringy. And you're uh you're keeping yourself in check, yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Anyways, yeah, that's basically our mindsets on like not even social media, just like when you're a social person, this is what you have to go through. Like me, Kyle and Mona, we don't really like beef like that, you know? And if you want to be on our bad side, we don't care. <laughs> we yeah. don't really care. Okay. Anyways. I have enough friends that I'm content with. I don't need anyone else. Bro, some people still finding themselves. Yeah, for, for sure. And like, if you want to get close to me, you just got to initiate like, and show me that you're a cool person. Like, just don't be weird. You know, since it's a Valentine's thing, you want to appreciate each other. Let, let's tell them the origins of how we did us. <laughs> okay, Key. Go first. So basically, you're this dude who was napping on Mona's couch. Okay, okay. We're starting way back. Okay. <laughs> so basically, how we met, I met him because Ollie and Mona, you know, I was Ollie's plus one, Kyle, vice versa to Mona. And they're brother and sister. They yeah. live in the same house. And then you're this dude who just snapped on his couch. Oh, it was at Mona's party. I think I met you. You, you were. We like, met before that, though. Really? Yeah. Okay. This is what I remember when, when Tell I. Tell me what you remember when I first met you. Okay. I was taking a nap on her couch. Context to that, real quick, is you know, <laughs> I would. I'm a realtor, so I would show houses all around, you know, Sac or Placer County and Roseville and stuff. And sometimes I would have a few hours of free time in between appointments and, like, I would go hang out with one of my friends. Like, Mona was who I hung out with that day. But I was kind of tired and they have a really comfy couch. So I just took a nap there. <laughs> and uh, I did too a lot of times. He was hanging out with her brother. And this was like five, six years ago, guys. Probably like seven years ago. It was ago. seven. This guy was in high school still. He was really like even louder and kind of childish. And like, I hey. was trying to just sleep, okay? <laughs> and this loud kid comes in this house. I'm like, who the fuck is this loud ass kid? So you were annoyed with me first. Yes, that was my first um, opinion. Loki, you know it with everyone, bro. I know, I know. So, like, don't be offended when I say that. Like, if we're hella close now and I say that it's was normal. my first. It is normal. And I, I hate that that's, like, how it is with me. It just is. Um, but, yeah, usually the ones who are really close to me now actually really annoyed me at the beginning. <laughs> Whoa. Jerome? Mm, no. Yeah, except him. <laughs> 
Well, no, there's a few. Like, Mona, she didn't really annoy me. No. Shout out, Mona. She just did. Yeah. <laughs> I, but I, I think still, like, a good, a good amount I found annoying at the beginning. That's just, I don't know. I can be kind of judgmental at the beginning. I'm aware of that. Okay, when <laughs> I first met you, you were sleeping on the couch. And then I hang out with you with Mona Oliver at Lolly Cup. And then you, you told the best ghost stories. Oh, shoot. I don't even remember that. No, uh, it was us four. And then I was like, this guy has a bunch of cool stories to tell in his bag. Hmm. But you were like hella into it, too. I didn't know like everything else you had going on. Like that that's all I remembered. Oh, my ghost stories. <laughs> yeah, you were talking about the house in Antelope. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> One of our ex friends. <laughs> but uh yeah, that was a creepy house. Um but yeah, I think we just kept hanging out more with like Mona and Oliver. No, we went to Irvine. That's when that oh, was the precursor. We did. We went to Irvine together. Yeah, I remember. And then I think I was at a school and then I was like, What are you doing? I'm like, I'm a pad tie and I was like, Is that the pad tie next to me? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, I remember. I remember. Oh, and then you were door dashing, so I would go with you, and then you would come with me sometimes, too. Do you think it was a, a natural upbringing? I think so. I think the door dashing days helped, because you're just in the car. What's your criteria for, for a friend to stay? Like, be supportive. I don't... Was I supportive? I mean, you showed that later. There has to be an opportunity to show that, too, you know, but... I don't know. Just be trustworthy, easygoing... You know, for Shit, me, I was a kinesiology. Just man. like, for me, just be chill. Like, I don't. I, don't I was know. loud back then too. Yeah, but I got more extroverted too a little bit. So, do you think I helped you with that? Oh, definitely. I I definitely think you helped bring that part out. I still say I'm introvert, but I I'm way more extroverted now than I used to be. Um. I mean, shoot, I wouldn't be doing this right now. <laughs> Dude, yeah, for real. Uh, um, not going to lie, all of my best friends are kind of, like, weird. I was thinking about it in a car ride, and I was like, you know what? For me to have, like, a best friend, they must match my weird energy, and I think... Everyone in the group chat, you heard it. <laughs> he said you were all weird. I am too, which doesn't make me a hypocrite. Okay, fair enough. You know, like weird matches weird. And I was like, you know what? For all that's my, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For all my like close duo friends like you, we're all weird in our own way. Mm. You know? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And then like it just happened from there. After Irvine, we just started working out. And then I think it was like a wrap after that. Yeah. I didn't know I was going to be close to you, but like we started hanging out. I, I trained you. Then we started ha hanging out like two, three times a week. Then it's repetitive, repetitive. Then I was like, oh, next thing you know, we're like four years deep in a friendship. Yeah. 2019 to 23. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Okay. What makes you think that we got closer than like some OGs? Because like for me. Oh, you, you're closer to me than some of my best friends in like the East coast. Oh, I think, okay. Yeah. That's easy. Like, because 
you're going to grow with some of your friends and then sometimes you're going to grow out of them or sometimes they're going to grow out of you. You like, just because you started in junior high or high school or whatever, doesn't mean you're going to be in the same place together when you're 25, you know? Um, I think it's just, you know, sometimes you grow out of people. They don't share the same values. When you get older, you don't have the same interests anymore. Sometimes you have your friends that just want to party, you know, party or stay in the good old days when the good old days are gone. You know, it's time to create some new memories and new habits and stuff. But sometimes people just want to stay in that one place forever. And you just don't want to. Dude, I was at a church one time and this homily was like this preach. This priest was like, you know, reminiscing can be bad for you. I think it could cause depression sometimes. Yeah. Like the priest was like, you know, the good memories are the good memories. But if you reminisce a little too much, that's stopping you from making more good memories. Exactly. Exactly. You're just sad because all those good times are gone and you're not focusing on making new good memories. You just focus on the what's already gone. What's already done. Exactly. Like I know a lot of people that do that. We don't talk anymore. Shit. <laughs> well, yeah, that, I think everything is like fresh with Yumi and Mona on the table. And then because like, we're all doing stuff now. We're not just sitting on the couch and remember when, remember when, not doing anything about it now. Like, bro, I'm not going to lie. During 2019, we, <laughs> <laughs> we uh, I talked a lot in terms of like. Talk a lot now. No, like talk a big game. Oh, without you know? doing anything. Yeah, I was yeah. not knowledgeable. So, that, I think that, I, yeah, yeah, you can attest. Yeah, yeah, and I think a lot of people do that. Like, everyone, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. Everyone thinks that, like, if they vocalize what they want to do, it'll empower them to actually do it, but it never happens. I mean, <laughs> personally, I think that there's a bigger power in like being quiet. So, oh yeah, like hustling so, in silence. Exactly, like mm-hmm. for people who don't like the hustling mindset. Yeah, drink this again. Just look at me. <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> mm-hmm. I bet that shit helps with the music. <laughs> okay, but like, like you know, by talking sometimes, you know what dopamine is, right? It's the chemical in your body that, like, oh, it gives you that good feeling. Like, when you cheat on your, like, diet and then you, like, end up eating pad thai. <laughs> That's dopamine right there. <laughs> when you have something sweet, when you crave some crave sweet. But, like, talking actually gives you a lot of dopamine. Oh, sure. Like, you, you almost get enough satisfaction about saying what you're gonna do and that you know you don't have enough you don't have any more desire to actually go out and do it because you already got that satisfaction from saying what you're gonna do you never get to actually doing it so i totally i totally agree with that okay i have a i have something to show you about valentine's day okay are you still are you still looking up statistics? No, not not statistics. Oh. I'm I'm gonna read you a story actually. Oh. 
So you said you don't you didn't know what a smut was, huh? Yeah, what is that? Okay. You know how like people have pleasure like <laughs> sexually? Yes. Like people either do it and if they can't, they whack off. Uh-huh. And sometimes they do it over the phone. Yes. Okay. You know you know this a smut is porno <laughs> porno novel. What the fuck is It's a pornographic novel. Like a, a porn book without pictures, just strictly the words. You want me to read it to you? Oh shit. I think you'll have a kick out of this. What the heck? Okay, since it's the a Valentine's Day episode, I figured I mu- might as well. And uh, uh, you can ju- you can hear this in my voice, you know, because <laughs> I have the sexiest voice out there. <laughs> okay, this <laughs> this smut is called like melted chocolate. Okay, this must be what melted chocolate felt like—soft and warm and sinfully good. Okay. <laughs> this is probably my favorite line I've ever written. It is from Complications Over Coffee, the third book in Up in the Flames series. Nicole fluttered her hands. Crap, crap, crap. He was kissing her. She waited for days for this to happen. There weren't many hours when she didn't think about it happening. She should stop. She parted her lips for his tongue. This must be what melted chocolate felt like. Soft and warm and sinfully good. I'm sorry. I'm just... I'm picturing diarrhea. I'm not even picturing anything, like, sexually. It's just... It just sounds oh, like diarrhea. Oh, it gets better. It gets better. It gets better. <laughs> While he kissed her, his fingers undid the buttons on her shirt. His tongue moved over her throat while he removed her bra. He licked the nipple into his mouth. Nicole sighed. Was that a good sigh? He asked. <laughs> yes, it was a sigh of a woman who feels desired. <laughs> so this is like, like Corey and Nicole. What? <laughs> Corey kissed his way down her rib cage. She could feel his strong fingers as they fumbled with the buttons of her you are driving me crazy on a regular basis I can't stop looking at other women because ah there (laughs) he broke off his confession as the button slipped from the hole he concentrated on pushing them down her legs okay I'll I'll give you like two more (laughs) because of what because of her According to everyone, even his best friends, he had a new woman every night of the week. It seemed his reputation might be grossly exaggerated. Because of me? Her voice was hopeful. Because of what? He was busy working her pants off her feet. (laughs) You can't look at other women. Oh, yeah. I keep thinking of you. Everyone would have believed me that you sleep with every woman you come across. Yeah, he stopped as he pulled her panties over her hips. <laughs> I've been leading everyone to believe that locker room bullshit. 
So you haven't had sex with four women in the last week? Corey sat back. Nicole became vaguely aware she was half naked on the landing between her, her entryway and the living room. She'd never come down the stairs the same way again. She'd see the spot every time. She came down the main <laughs> floor. I shouldn't ask. Since we're laying here about to rub against each other, you have a right. I haven't slept with any woman since September, except you, the other day. Twice. Oh, her eyes were wide. What was she thinking? He kissed her cheek. I suppose we should get cleaned up. She stared at him, waiting for the haze of desire to wear off. Yeah, I have to get lunch. Do you want a sandwich? The fuck? <laughs> Corey nodded. Yeah, I'd like that. He stood and grabbed his pants. Jeez, Nicole, I never knew you were such a kinky woman. 69 in the front of the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> it seems that you bring that out in me. She stood as well and dressed herself. His cum was sticky on her leg. And she wasn't sure that she wanted to clean it off yet. If she washed herself. It might be a dull memory. What the fuck? What? Even I didn't know it was okay. that dirty. Okay, okay. This, <laughs> this reminds me of a quick thing I it. wanted to talk about. <laughs> We're getting into a quick real estate story, but I promise you it relates to this weird smut thing. Smut. Smut. Not smut. 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 <laughs> okay. <laughs> I sold the house last year to one of my best friends, and... It was done, and it was closed, and we were at the house just talking about what they were going to do with one of the bedrooms, um, like, you know, if they were going to make it a game room or whatever. And I was leaning up against this wall. It was just a wall. You know, not a big deal. And then the next day, they had cleaners go in there, and, you know, they're deep cleaning that shit. And <laughs> they had, like, a blue light, I guess. And that wall that I was leaning up against the other day was covered in jizz. So they called me like ASAP and they remember that I was leaning up against that wall and they're like Kyle that wall that you were up against was like covered in jizz like make sure you clean your hoodie clean <laughs> I your think hoodie. I threw it away <laughs> but like there was literally handprints on the wall it was really really that shit was next level freaky I don't know what the fuck they were doing in there uh, but yeah sorry that reminded me of that <laughs> did you enjoy that story I was kind of grossed out. Okay, Let, let's do a, a purity test. If there was a black light, how much percent do you think is covered in my room? Oh, <laughs> I really hope it's a low percentage because we're in here right now. Yep. Just give me a percentage. I'll give you my estimate. Oh, God. I want it to be low, but I also, like, I don't know, 30 Five. 5%. Okay. I don't do it like that anymore. Anymore. If, <laughs> if I did, okay, let me guess your room. If, Whoa. Okay. If I black lighted everything, I want to say 70. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. 70. <laughs> I don't know. Give your estimate. My estimate? 30. That's cap. 
Das Kerl. Das Kerl. What? People do it in the shower. Dude, you probably clog some drains, huh? <laughs> no. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> we're hitting the end of this episode. Uh, good, t- good topics, man. We didn't even finish everything we wanted to talk about, but we'll p- talk about it in the next episode. Okay, I have a challenge for you guys. W- what are they called again? The sippers? I guess so. <laughs> or sipping crew, sipping fam. Sippy cups. Okay, my little sippy cups. <laughs> okay, I like that. Okay, uh, you guys will be a little sippy cups then. And then, a uh, shout out Mona. Um, she came up with that. We are going to do something to like thank you guys. Okay, so. We are. Well, I am. Okay. No, not you. Sorry, I, I'm hearing this for the first time. Okay, so. I will give someone a $25 gift card to anyone, to anywhere, to anywhere they want or anything they're willing to spend. But this is the criteria to apply for that. Okay. So I want you to put us on your Instagram story at Sippin' News. And then I want you guys to have a mug, something you're sipping, hence sip a news, have a mug, and then in the background, it must be you sipping something out of a mug while watching sip a news. Put it on your Instagram story, at sip a news. You think that's fair? I think that's a great idea. Really? Yeah, I, I like that idea. Okay, remember, we must be in the background. You must be watching and or listening to us. Have your cup of joe of your or your cup of something on your Instagram story. No, you know, you know what? Let's make this more interesting. I want so many people to do this that I'll double it. Okay, 50. Yeah, so we'll do 50 to to someone who does all that. Okay, $50 of the gift card of your choice. Remember, post to Spotify or like the audio streaming or video with your cup of joe or the cup of anything you're sipping on Instagram. Post post it on your story at Sippin' News. Yep, yep. And then what we could do is we'll write names to about like uh, from everyone who did it, and we'll do like a a raffle. Yeah, a raffle thing. We'll do it on camera too. Okay, but yeah, that is this episode of Sippin' News, the Valentine's Day edition. You know, it's red. <laughs> okay. Uh, YouTube, iTunes, or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, everything else, you name it. It's on our Instagram link. It's You can't go wrong. All right. And shout out Mona for live audience. Thank you, Mona. <laughs> All right. He dance, people. He dance. That's all you're getting. That's all you're getting.